Sacred Space. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space. My name is John Keeley, joined in studio here by Geraldine Creighton, and Shane is still with us on the other end of the Skyplan. Geraldine, when we spoke about this uh, a few weeks ago, um, you said, I want to do a program about Mary. So, we're here. What a week to pick. Yeah. Mary. I, I know, I know. Isn't the Holy Spirit amazing? Isn't it? When I heard Shane share there on, on all the, the different people with links to Mary, including Maximilian Kolbe, who had right. great devotion uh, and and uh, trust in Mary. Last week we had St. Dominic's feast day, mm-hmm. um, St. Dominic and, and the rosary. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. the fantastic story of that, of course, is that, that the, the rosary came out at a time of great struggle. Yeah. And he was struggling. He, he was hitting his head against the wall thinking how is he going to preach and his, his preaching wasn't getting through yeah. and uh, I love I love the story of the Rosie where he went off he had a obviously he was pouring his heart out yeah. to exhaustion yeah. before the Lord and, and um, passed out I believe in a coma completely out of it and when he was uh, during this time he experienced uh, Our Lady appearing to him so you can imagine what that's like if when Our Lady appeared to you we have the story of, of the children of Fatima um, right. Fatima really is lingering I think this year we're, we're in the time of Fatima between, between yeah. now and and, and October and I really believe it's a time of great grace so I know you've already talked on Fatima on the and we, and, we, and we do have another programme coming up yeah. um, there's somebody going to join us from UK in, a few, in sometime in October yeah. and um, yeah. And Michael Keaton's going to be back again, but yes, yeah. so important to us. It's just, it's just amazing, and and I was, I was very aware in my own family. In fact, um, historically, the name Dominic is back in my mother's on my mother's side of the family, okay. and so we have a couple of generations of Dominic, and and um, that we have in the generations past, a priest a, a Dominican in uh, who was in Rome. Okay. In fact, he was the priest um, who discovered the churches under San Clemente. So he's a father. Oh, the name has gone out of my uh, head yeah. now. Marta. But he, he discovered the, the, the churches under San Clemente Church. But he, he was so Dominic, and St. Dominic is my closest to the family. And the rosary, I suppose, we've prayed as since children. And yeah. and we all remember the rosary, you know, laughing your heart that, out, to that, be honest. That's, right. that's, that's, that's my memory of the rosary. That's right. all, and, yes. and who's going, you know, who's going to, and it was, it was all of us. It was actually really an experience of family. And I suppose that's the thing about Mary yeah. Uh, Mary brings us uh, to Jesus and in, in all our contemplation of Mary and thinking about her you know it, it's that her desire our greatest desire is that uh, Jesus is known and loved and loved more and more by more and more people and really known as, mm-hmm. as he, as he mm-hmm. is and, and that's the joy Mary, Mary is still evangelising she is the greatest evangelizer. Uh-huh. her mission she, just like us in the church um, is, is the preaching of the gospel and I love the bit I, I, found, I came across this little thing from um, um, it was from John Paul, and he he gave up an audience around um, uh, in July, actually uh, 1997, where he talked about Mary and her mission. Okay. And I, I'll tell you why. I saw, I saw, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about this maybe in, in a minute. But to come back to why of it, I when I was on my holidays, I'm just back from my holidays, and I was in the beautiful Lake Como. Oh, lovely! And oh. it was absolutely boiling hot, as you saw. Yes. Everybody, nobody could go mm. out, mm. and you could either go out in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning and come in by ten, or you were going out after five. They were mm. all the Irish people. Everyone else, <laughs> everyone else is out soaking up the the sun and having the tan skin to, to manage uh, uh, that. Uh. But um, while I was there anyway, on last uh, on Sunday morning, uh, this day week, I got up early and I put on my boots and I went up to visit what's called the uh, one of these sacred mountains. And I really felt before I left, 
which I left on, on the Monday, uh. I really felt this desire to, to go there. And, okay. and, um, and I suppose I really didn't think about it an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, up I went. And, and it's part of what's called the Sacre Monte of Piedmont and uh, Lombardy in, um, in that, that part of, yeah. of Italy. Yeah. And what these places are, they're sacred mountains and they consist of um, nine different complexes across the mountains in these regions, uh, the two regions of France, uh, I'm sorry, of Italy, Italy North yeah. Italy. Mm. And they were built in the 16th and 17th century. And all they are are little shrines, tiny little shrines leading up to a church and you go up the mountain. So when we had the prayer earlier on about pilgrim, and we yeah, mentioned this word yeah, pilgrim, yeah, yeah. you know, we are, we're, we're, we're all pilgrim. And I, I didn't expect to be a pilgrim, but I had this huge desire to go. And so I climbed the mountain and passed uh, in, in this one, it's, which, which is Our, Our Lady. It's called Our Lady of Help. Our Lady oh, okay. of Help okay. is, is, is the shrine. Yes. And it's an Osucho uh, in, uh, beside Lake Como. And on your way up, you pass uh, 14 of the 15 stations, basically, of the cross. And they're life-size statues okay. built in little chapels. I mean, it's extraordinary. It's so extraordinary that it's a UNESCO, uh, United Nations, a protected site okay. of interest to the whole world, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tradition is that on the 8th of September, it's a big, big feast there. And people make a special pilgrimage there. But you can make a pilgrimage there at, at any point and light your, prayer, light your candle and say a prayer. So anyway, I... I went up very simply up the mountain with my sister-in-law uh, up the mountain that time we arrived up there and it was so funny uh, we arrived up there and it was threatening that it would thunderstorm but it just didn't hel- it held off so as the bells went for nine o'clock on the ninth ring <laughs> the, literally the rain just absolutely washed down and we were in the right place because we were in the shelter Hello, and we could spend 20 minutes out of the thunderstorm and in the in the chapel but in there, I was very taken. I was very taken by the beauty of the spot. I went into one little um, side aisle, and they had these this pic, this statue mm. that was discovered by by a shepherdess back in the 16th century in a cave. Um, okay. And she discovered it, and from there the whole devotion grew. And so it's it's an it's a statue, a very small statue of Mary as queen and holding Jesus in her arms, and. Um, you know, like all the, the you know, it's, it's Jesus, obviously, it's Jesus looking at his passion, I suppose, and Mary is there in, in support yeah, of yeah. him. And, and But she's there as queen. And I picked up one of the cards and it said, Madre, you know, Madre yeah, yeah. Regina, so mother and queen. And it caught me because in, in the community, we pray the prayer of St. Louis Grignon de Montfort on consecration to Mary every day. And we started off by saying, today we choose you, Mary, standing before all the saints as our mother and our queen. And so this was all making huge connections with me in this year of Fatima and in the Emmanuel community. We're heading into actually a Marian year ourselves. It's beginning on the 8th of September until the 15th of August as as a year of special, I suppose, prayer and consecration to Mary. So it's it's something personal for me. I know it's something something really important for the community, but also it's something we're living in the church. So why is Mary so important now? Um, I I was noticing, again, we had the word when we prayed about the prayer to knock, it mentioned the word pilgrim. Pilgrim, Mm. and I was reading about um, Pope Francis when he went to Fatima. He used that. He used that word. I I just have the words of of his prayer. He 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 said, as a pilgrim of of peace. You know, he talked about himself as a pilgrim Mm -hmm. of peace, as a pilgrim of the light that comes from your hands, and as a pilgrim of hope that the spirit awakens. 
mm. you know so he, he he was going as a pilgrim and, and a pilgrim is, is is someone who's making a journey from coming from a distance to closer and i suppose that's what that's what mary helps us do travel from a distance closer and uh, and closer and closer to jesus so i was very struck on on my holidays as i say at the end of my holiday on this beautiful time and i suppose i've been really blessed i, I shared earlier about this this coming awareness that of my baptismal name and it's yeah, really yeah. you know it's a really good question to ask you know what's my baptismal name who's the saint who's actually yes, praying yeah, for me yeah. Well, I, I can tell you when I actually realized <laughs> wow. the gift that was wow. the mother is the mother of God mm. who is praying for me. And of course, she's not just praying for me. She's yeah. praying for every single person, but every single person as if they were the only one, Yeah, as if they were yeah. the only child. And again, this beautiful piece from Pope John Paul, St. John Paul, as he is uh, now, when he, he talked about Mary, at the, we know this, at the foot of the cross, um, she received the mission yeah. from her son. So mm. Jesus said, behold, you know, mm, to John, mm. behold your mother, and to mm. Mary, behold your son. But she got, she thought the job was over. Yeah. Her job, the angel said to her at the very start, will you be the mother of Jesus? Yeah. And yeah. she said, yeah. yes, I'll do whatever God wants me. Yeah. Let it be done. Let yeah. it happen. And she had had that, so that through the gift of extraordinary grace received from God himself, mm. Mm. Um, she had the ability to say yes, and she uh, through living, even through difficult times, it must have been, you know, when, when she was, we had the, the words in scripture, she pondered, she reflected yes. on yeah, things that happened. Yeah. She didn't automatically know things. And she must have lived a, a, a blind faith or a, a really a trusting faith in God as she went through life, just as we do. So in, in that way, she, she's such, such an mm. extraordinary, extraordinary model for us. But even here she comes, she's at the cross. Yeah. She's traveled with Jesus literally from his moment of conception. She has carried him. Mm. She has brought him to birth. Um, she has educated him along with St. Joseph, growing up, teaching him, mm-hmm. you know, opening his eyes, uh, eyes up to, 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 to life, to the world, to, to belief in God, introduction to, to faith, and just sending him, sending him on his way. And, and uh, you know, you have all the stories of, of the, the wedding feast of Cana and onwards, you know. Um, Jesus uh, is, is working with Mary, seems to be in the background there, you know, even to the point where, where you know, we have this, this Mary's looking for her son. And it comes knocking, and, and, and Jesus preaches then about who is my who is my mother? That's what, yeah, yeah, where are my yeah, brothers? Yeah. Those who listen to the word of God and believe it. And this is exactly Mary. He was describing Mary, you know. And, and Mary for us is uh, just such a such a huge model, you know. But, but has been throughout the ages because uh, when you were recounting there about your visit up the mountain, and you mentioned something there, and it's, it, for some reason it stuck in my mind that that, that these go back to the 16th century. Mm-hmm. There was people back in 500 years ago had the same faith mm. as we have. Oh, yeah. We don't just know it all. No. These people before us had it. Mm. And maybe a thousand years. It's just something yeah. that stuck in my mind. Yeah. How yeah. many prayers would have been said on that mountain when yeah. you were in that chapel? Oh, I know. Mm. And, and you bring, yeah, you, you bring really uh, another point that, um, that John Paul actually makes. He, he says, um, Mary, uh, in, in, this, in this teaching he gives, he said, Mary is actually a member of the church. And we don't, we all say, oh no, how could she be a member of the church? She's kind of above the church. 
Yeah. You know, she's, she's Mary. Sure, she's Mary. But in fact, she is our sister and our mother. And she is equally a member of the church. And that's why she's in, you know, she she lived her life um, after that as praying as the, with the, uh, the disciples and, and the, the women gathered, uh, waiting for the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. She was praying too, asking for the Holy Spirit. Mm. And, and that's what St. John Paul teaches, that she was waiting for the gift of the Spirit in order that she could live the mission, the new mission that she was asked, which mm. was to be mother of all these other, limitless mother of all these other children. How extraordinary. Isn't it? You yeah. know, and, and I, I remember just another little, I've been so blessed and fortunate in my life. I got to the Holy Land and Shane, I'm sure, knows all about this um, but um, and has lots probably stories to tell. But I, I got to the Holy Land and I went into the chapel of, of the Dor- Dormition. And this mm-hmm. is, so downstairs, from what I remember anyway, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a Benedictine Abbey, I think, which are near Benedictine Abbey in Jerusalem. It is, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the Benedictine Abbey and it's on... Uh, it's a French uh, Benedictine. It's, yeah. it's, it's a care of German order. Oh, it's German Benedictine. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I go in and I, that's fine. And we're, we're, I think we pray upstairs and then we go downstairs. And I, 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 I go down and I see this, like a body laid out. It, for me, I go, mm. what's that doing here? And it actually was Mary literally resting like you would rest but it was I think either the statue was in bronze or something it, it seemed more alive or, yeah. you know what I mean but but someone who had died but not died if you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. and and I, I got such a shock and it's called this chapel is called the Dormition Chapel which in Orthodox means you know a going asleep yeah. or, or a passing mm. and and you know the dogma while, while there's a long history in the church obviously back to the, the, the second century or, mm-hmm. or, or in the first century, the first century yeah. of, of Mary but even of, of the, the assumption of Mary the dogma is only in 1950s you know it's in our own time in our own you know kind of generation you know not all born mm-hmm. not born, all born in 1950 <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's in our time yeah. that this is kind of brought as, as an important uh, part of faith that is to be believed Mary is assumed body and soul into heaven so the Pope at the time didn't say she whether she died or not he left right. that open but Mary yeah. was assumed and in in, term, in in biblical terms we have of course Elijah went to heaven he was taken to heaven yeah. so Mary was taken to heaven and when I went to Jerusalem that time I was so struck again it knocked my socks off I was expecting one empty tomb but I found two or you know you pick as many as you like because I found I found actually Jesus tomb was empty but so was Mary yeah. And it really, it, it really said, oh, wow, the yeah. promise that is made to Mary is made to me. Yes. You know, yeah. that my home actually is in heaven, that, that the Lord is going to come back again and he's going to bring, you know, those who, who have redeemed, uh, the redeemed mm-hmm. to, to heaven mm-hmm. with him. Those he has, he has been working to bring to fullness of life. It's not just for this life. And we are, as Pope Francis says in his prayer, we are pilgrims. As the knock prayer says, we are pilgrims, we are on a journey and we're called to travel lightly and wear and carry even the disappointments lightly. Because in the end, God is in charge and he, he will do the impossible. This is what Mary's, Mary's story, Mary's witness is to impossible things. A virgin conceives. Futile. Impossible. Shane, would you like to add your own thoughts now that Mary on on Mary? Um, well, yeah, it's 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 a wide and varied topic, I suppose, in many respects. And I suppose, in one sense, our relationship with Mary is very much um, a defining characteristic of Catholicism. It's something that's very much associated with Catholics and the Catholic Church for. 
for many reasons, uh, going back to the tradition of the rosary, of course, and the two dogmas that were out, that were promoted are proclamated by the popes in terms of the Immaculate Conception and the Assumption into Heaven. Um, and it's an interesting one as well, but it's, it's, it's one of the most ancient acknowledgements that we have jointly across the Christian faith between ourselves and the Orthodox, that Mary is the Mother of God. And the reason why that is so important is because it reaffirms Christ's humanity. Um, you know, and that, that was one of the things that came out. Uh, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the dedication of St. Mary Major in Rome. Yes, right. And it, yeah. it, it, it celebrates, and it celebrates that council at Ephesus that turned around and said, Mary is Theotokos. She is the mother mm. of God. Mm. And that was so important because it reaffirms for us that Jesus was also human as well as divine. It's one of those mysteries of faith that we try to get our minds around. But the relationship with Mary, of course, can be a very um, hard one, I suppose, at times, because I suppose Irish people, we have a huge devotion to Mary um, as, 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 a, as a culture. You know, there are, if, in some of the largest contingents that go to the Marian shrines around the world, if you talk about Fatima or Lourdes or, 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 or Medjugorje, one of the largest contingents will always be an Irish contingent. And I suppose... It comes, I suppose, as well, you know, as well, we have this whole relationship with Mary as, you know, uh, as Mura. We have a special name for her in Irish as well. And I suppose some people could sometimes get worried and say, well, do we kind of forget about the main man in the middle of it all? You know, and that's sometimes something which we have to remind ourselves of that always and ever, wherever Mary has appeared, and even during her life on earth, she always pointed to her son. Yeah. And that is the thing that has to be always remembered um, so that we don't, I suppose, we don't verge over into Mary, you know, idolatry in, so, in, in some senses. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, it's interesting, actually, as this week happens to be the feast, or the feast day of Maximilian Kolbe, I came across a quote of his where he said, never be afraid of loving the Blessed Virgin Mary too much. You can never love her more than Jesus did. And if anyone does not wish to have Mary Immaculate for his mother, he will not have Christ for his brother. Okay. And it, it, mm. it was, it, it's an interesting one because I personally myself, sometimes I think, uh, I, 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 it, it, you know, people will turn around and say, you know, you, you, know, you should do a rosary, you should do this. And sometimes that's not for people, but it's always a way of trying to look at the example of Mary. And that's, she's the example that's put before us by, we've had a lot of Marian popes in the last 50 years. John Paul II was very much a Marian pope. Benedict himself, in his own way, was a Marian pope. And Francis, in particular, is also a very Marian pope. So they are popes that put forward the example of Mary as a guide, as, um, as, 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 as an example to us. But of course, it's, it's very much reminding us also, Mary was very much a human person, someone that we can associate with, but always she points again to her son. You know, um, it's interesting that, you know, we, we, she was, she's the exemplar that's given, the example that's given for us. And the devotion to her, of course, is wide and varied over the centuries. And, you know, if you, if you're ever reading tours books across Central Europe, almost every, every church, every cathedral has its own uh, devotion to Mary under a particular local title. Uh, you know, here in Limerick ourselves, we have Our Lady of Limerick. Mm. You know, the statue is the, the the statue is kept in the Dominican Church on Dentworth Street, and it's that very much that whole interaction with what who was a young Jewish girl that had this encounter 
with an angelic messenger and said and responded to the request by saying, you know, thy will be done. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, Mary could have said no. That's, you know, that is the thing, that's the thing about it all. She could have said no. She had free will, she had choice. And you know, it's it's it. I think it was Saint Saint Bernardine or Saint Bernard, when he wrote a reflect. I'm not sure which of the two of them it was. Wrote a reflection about Mary's about the Annunciation, and they said, you know, the whole universe was waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. afraid that she would say no. Mm-hmm. So, and it's 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 that that sometimes is what we have to remind ourselves about. But it's also an interesting one, given the state of things in the world at the moment. You know, we we live in very nervous times uh, on a geopolitical sense. And it's interesting, you know, to remind ourselves that Mary is often put up as the person to whom we could, whose intercession we could seek when things are at their darkest. And particularly when, you know, as she was always put forward as the role model, particularly as we link, think of Fatima and the centenary of Fatima. And at the time, she was put forward against the whole thing about communism and the, the spread of communism, communism even. And it's interesting again that we turn it. We should turn again to our mother and say to her, "Please intercede for us at this challenging times." Yeah. You know, it's 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 something you know to to be encouraged and to be to be commended. But always, of course, it's always good. You know, if people are worried about the relationship between Mary and her son always to go back to scripture and particularly to the gospel of Luke. Luke's gospel is a very Marian gospel and to see the way that things are presented there and Mary's you know, response to the call from the Lord as an example to us all. Shane, thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. And Geraldine, just before we go for our second piece of music, you want to offer a few more comments? Well, I'm just thinking of, you know, Shane, you mentioned the Orthodox and and, and Catholic, the, the devotion to Mary. But in fact, I was reading myself on, on in the Protestant Reformer, Luther, Martin mm-hmm. Luther, mm-hmm. had a great devotion to Mary. Um, yes. Even, yes. you know, and he would be shocked, you know, to find if um, Lutherans not believing, because he did. He believed Mary mm-hmm. as his mm-hmm. as his mother. Um, John John Wesley himself, um, great Methodist, who was an Anglican priest, who became a Methodist, Methodist, they, they separated from them. But he, he'd written, um, you know, he believed Jesus Christ, born of the Blessed Virgin yeah. who um, she brought forward and she continued to be a pure and unspotted virgin so he believed mm-hmm. in the Immaculate Conception mm-hmm. um, you know Yusfingli as well a lot of the other Calvin agreed that Mary was the mother of God and her perpetual virginity was possible you know so it, it's quite interesting mm-hmm. Mary actually is a model for all Christians and and she's there lifted up in fact Pope Francis would say and, and, and all the popes would say she's the highest model the greatest model we have mm-hmm. A woman who, 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 as you say, could have said no uh, and said yes, but she persisted. Yeah. She stayed faithful. She is ever faithful. And, and she then accepted, as I was coming to, the, the second mission, mother of, a mother of, of us all, of all the children of God. And so it's a great way to pray. Um, I was visiting a friend of mine in the Port Lairs in um, Galway and I was sharing and she said to me, do you know that, that I was sharing, to, mm. you know, about my family and that sort of thing. Mm. And she said, something struck her. She said, you know, Mary is the mother of your mother and the mother of your father. You know, yeah. when you be yeah, saying yeah. And, and the mother of your children. Yeah. So you can actually pray to Mary, you are the mother 
of my and to pray to Mary in this way and in a certain sense it was I was able to say oh yeah you are of course yeah. and it was just a new way to pray to Mary you know when you talk when talk about people maybe don't like the rosary yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. that, that mm. but there's ways to talk to Mary and say you know ask Jesus as you said Shane ask Jesus to, to you know oh give the grace and we have of course from Udebeck this this there's a miraculous medal where it comes from and, mm. and those these these lines of light coming out from her hands mm. all the grace that she that that Jesus has has allowed that come through our hands from from him and and from God and mm. for us and you know once we ask so it's really important to ask like God is always waiting anyway he doesn't force himself he waits for G- us to Gianni, ask thank you so much for that and I know yourself and Shank I keep on going on and on and on but <laughs> I gotta go for a bit of music and we'll have to go for a break your second bit of music yeah this is a beautiful piece from uh, Liam Lawton Father Liam Lawton his Ave Maria and it's all about the time there was a special time when, when, when God came into the world and there was a special person who was chosen who said yes she said yes and the world changed the world has been different ever since Let's hear this. Okay. Hide not your
Sacred Space.